I put a picture of what the deck is now without the pergola in there. It's oh, all yeah, it looks it looks really good. Yeah, it's great. They did a great job. We just the only thing that yeah, sucks yeah. is we have to wait until like next spring to get the wood underneath stained black. Because right now it's all just like bare pressure treated wood underneath. The yeah. deck itself is Trex, so it's like that. Um, do you guys know what Trex is? It's like the isn't it the um, treated synthetic? Yeah, it's a hundred percent synthetic. It's like plastic, yeah. but it's yeah. like permanent plastic. So, but underneath it's all like bare pressure treated wood. And I called a guy to stain it, and he said, "No, you got to wait at least six months." Well, six months is fucking December, so. <laughs> I gotta wait till the spring next year to actually have it be just right. But just give them some tennis rackets and push them out there. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are the tennis rackets for? Walking around in the snow. Oh, uh, okay. All right, I got you. <laughs> Walking. I'm like well, he's gonna play tennis in December? It's just it was completely lost on I me. I thought it I was just like I was imagining pushing him with the tennis racket. Like, why am I pushing this guy in the back with a tennis racket? Well, that's why the visual was funny to me. Just someone in the middle of winter, just like in your backyard playing tennis when they should be trying to stay in the deck. Like that made no sense to me, and that's why it was funny. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bright Guy to Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick, and you'd think after a few weeks I'd have a good snappy intro for these guys, but I don't. So joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles. What's up, podcast people? And Mike Bradley. The tip of the Velociraptor's claw, Mike Bradley. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, we'll let you intro yourself then. I did. That. I did. <laughs> it's already done. Um. Yeah, so we're we're a bit behind, I think, on, on topics and stuff like that. But a few other people, a few of us around the campfire here have got to see Jurassic World Dominion. So that's what we are covering today. Uh, this is the sixth movie in the Jurassic franchise, or the third movie in the Jurassic World trilogy. However you want to look at it, either way, that is where we're at. Um, before we get into Dominion, I'm going to throw it out to these guys. I kind of want to quickly touch base with you guys. The Jurassic franchise, what have you seen and what do you think to this point? So you're talking the whole franchise, including the first trilogy and yeah, the this other trilogy? five movies, everything that's the books, out there. How much or... are you caught up? Well, we'll stick with the movies. We'll, we're okay. sticking with the movie discussion. So out of the other five movies up to this point, what have you seen? What are you caught up? What have you thought of the other previous movies? Andy, I'll let you go first. Uh, I've seen all the movies. Okay. So my favorite is definitely Jurassic Park 1. I think there's things to like about two and three yeah um but they I, I felt they both sort of fell short of the first one fair um i really liked jurassic world the first one and mm-hmm. then i thought the second one sort of fell short okay mike where do you stand i have seen and own all of these movies i absolutely love the novels the original movie you know i can give you a quick ranking for me it's so jurassic park Jurassic World, Lost World, and then you can drop about five stories down to get Jurassic Park 3, and then you can drop <laughs> down to, I don't know, Sub-Basement 6, 
to get to Forbidden Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Um, Forbidden Kingdom's a Jet Li movie, I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, it, you know, I think the first movie is absolute classic cinema. I don't think I've ever seen a movie more times in a theater than I saw that movie. Yeah. Mind you, I was 10 years old or <laughs> whatever I was at the time. I was a kid, but I I remember several times seeing that and Independence Day. Those are the two movies I know I've seen in the theater more than anything else. Jurassic and... Park scared me as a kid, so I did not see that in the theater, but Independence Day for sure, numerous numerous times in the theater. Yeah, like it those were the two when I was a kid that I saw so many times and I know I did. Yeah. And I absolutely love the Jurassic Park series. I love the lore and I love a lot of like the pseudoscience involved, the mysterious science um that Michael Crichton wrote. What they use in the movies, eh, I it it's not as dedicated and in depth as what Michael Crichton did in the novels, where yeah. he really researched the actual science that would be necessary for all of this, whereas the movies just kind of gloss over it because they're a movie and they don't have fifty pages of explaining that they're able to do right um but yeah that that would be like i think the the first movie of each trilogy i think are both fantastic i think the lost world is a really really solid movie and the third jurassic park movie i still like i still can watch that from time to time in spite of how annoying taya leone is in that movie yeah like, she brings it down a lot of notches, man. Just listening to her scream for Eric for hours just drives me crazy. Um, and you said it was Fallen Kingdom. Yes. Um, I think it's fa- I think Fallen Kingdom is far and away the worst that they have done. How many times and have you seen Fallen Kingdom? Just five once? Five or six. Okay. It's still a Jurassic Park movie, so I still enjoy, like, the. I, there's still a kid in me that's like, ah, dinosaurs. You yeah. Know? So I still will watch it every now and then just to, you know, because it's dinosaurs and it's yeah, the one yeah, I've yeah. seen the least, you know? Um, I think I'm I'm pretty much on par with you guys. Like, I, I Jurassic Park, the first one by far, like Mike said, pitch, per- pitch perfect movie. That's top tier for me. That's number one. Right behind it, Jurassic World. Um, Probably the other two movies in the first trilogy so lost world and uh jurassic park 3 or after that fallen kingdom would probably uh hit the fifth spot but i've only seen it once and i'm i'm wondering now that the these the series is for the most part done right now we'll see what happens later if they decide to do more but where we're at now we think this is the end six movies that's it it's printing Um, money though they'll make more of these yeah that's what that's where i'm assuming they're gonna go but for right now, Fallen Kingdom is towards the bottom of that list. I'm wondering if I watch it again now, having seen all the other movies and sort of wrap this up, if it would bump itself up a little bit for me. I think it I think it might have some redeeming stuff that maybe I looked over or glossed over after just one viewing. I, like, I remember coming out of it not really caring for it, so I had no desire to go back and watch it. I kind of want to now, but I did not get around to it lately. And I think it's like, it's... it's this trilogy, I think you could you could... Well, the franchise even. You could very much compare it, I think, to like what the sequel trilogy tried to do for Star Wars. And it like the the Jurassic World is like your Force Awakens, which is, hey, we're gonna do something new after a couple years away, but we're gonna hit all those nostalgic 
beats and basically do the same type of story that the original Star Wars was because that seemed to be what people like. And that's the one that everybody seems to like the most out of that trilogy. Second one kind of veers off a little bit and tries to do its own thing and does something else. Last Jedi was hit or miss with people. Fallen Kingdom, I think, is generally disliked. But I'll give it that it tried to at least do something different for the franchise. And then Fair. Dominion, I think, tries its best to cap this trilogy and the series as a whole. And we'll get into it, but for me, I think largely falls flat. And I feel the same way about Rise of Skywalker. So I think there are comparisons there to be made. Um, I don't I guess think this can... falls as flat as Rise of Skywalker. Maybe. And maybe I feel we'll like see Rise of Skywalker maybe... was a pancake. <laughs> like it just it was really, really just not. So there. not that not that Dominion was that much better, but it's just that Rise of Skywalker was that bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not praising this movie by saying that. I'm just saying like Rise of Skywalker for me was just so bad that I just. Hmm. All right. So we'll get into a little bit for Jurassic World Dominion. This movie is directed by Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World. He came back for this one after. I don't know if he, I still can't remember if he got let go or fired from uh, Rise of Skywalker, coincidentally. He was supposed to direct and write that one, and then left. They brought J.J. back, and then he came back to Jurassic Park and finished his trilogy just like J.J. So again, the comparisons between the Star Wars sequel trilogy are definitely there. Absolutely. Doesn't he have credits in the Fallen Kingdom as well? He probably like produced it or something. I don't or think he wrote that one. Credits or something. I, like, I thought yep. he like co- co-directed it. Oh, he definitely did not co-direct. He was not a director for that one. I'll look it up real quick. You guys go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to bring up IMDb because I kind of wanted to look at the... Um, I've got it. ...who wrote uh, Jurassic so World. director was J.A. Bayona, sole credit. Uh, writers, Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow with okay, Michael Crichton as credited on every one of these movies. Michael. Crichton okay, so Connolly and Trevorrow wrote the entire Jurassic World, I think, trilogy. Right. Their their credit is Fallen Kingdom um writers. They are Oh no, they did not write uh Trevorrow has a screenplay screen sorry, Trevorrow and Connolly have a screenplay screenplay credit for Jurassic World. I think they're the sole writers for Fallen Kingdom. They're writers for this one. Um the story got cracked for Jurassic World by two other people that are not listed. Oh, they do have screenplay screenplay why can't I say that word? Screenplay credit. I don't know. It's not a complicated I'm fumbling every one. time I try to play. I can't. Oh my god! I can't talk. Screenplay. <laughs> screenplay. Screenplay. Just, just get it out there. <laughs> um. So okay. So I'm so I'm I am already stepping over my words because because Trevorrow and Connolly are credited for story for Dominion. They did not do the screenplay. The screenplay was Trevorrow and Emily Carmichael for Dominion. Okay. So writers. Flipped around a little bit. Um, Derek Connolly and Trevorrow are the through line for this entire trilogy. Um, the stars of this movie, Dominion, we bring back Chris Pratt as Owen, Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire, Isabel, Isabella Sermon as Maisie, uh, DeWanda Weiss, I, I think it's Weiss, as Kayla. She's the newbie on the block for this movie, um, the pilot. Uh, B.D. Wong comes back as Dr. Henry Wu. Kenry, or sorry, Campbell Scott as Lewis Dogson. Does that last name sound familiar to anybody? I mean, you said it wrong. Because it's Dodson. Dodson. We've got Dodson here. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the through line. I don't I don't know if that's supposed to be the same guy or just somehow yes. related to that. It's supposed to be the same guy. At, having read all the novels and stuff, yes, it's Lewis okay. Dodson is, the, is the guy. It's not the same actor. 
Okay. Is it? I don't. Oh, I, I didn't no think. Yeah, but did I didn't actually go same. back like and, the, and research that. I feel like the guy that was Dodgson in the original Jurassic Park was like a throwaway actor that you'll yeah, never I see in so anything too. else. Like he was there for a few lines, and then they were like, "Okay, you'll never work again," or something. Like, yeah. Um. So connecting again to the original trilogy, we bring back Laura Dern as Ellie Sadler, Sam Neill as Alan Grant, Alan Grant and Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm. Uh, getting to some of the ratings. This is where I want to bounce around a little bit because I was going to go back and look at all the other Jurassic movies. So, at least on Rotten Tomatoes. Right now for Metacritic, for Dominion, it has a meta score of 38, a user score of 5.5. Uh, going through the Rotten Tomatoes ratings. So, Dominion on Rotten Tomatoes has a tomato meter of 30%. An audience score of seventy-seven percent. Now, if we go back to what was the, the what Park, was the critics for which one for Metacritic for Rotten Tomatoes? You just said Rotten the one... Tomatoes. The the tomato meter, which I guess is the critic meter, thirty uh, yeah. percent. Okay, so it's thirty audience to score 77. seventy-seven. Big yeah. gap, big gap. Yes. Uh, so going back through Rotten Tomatoes critics for the first Jurassic Park, ninety-two percent audience score, ninety-one percent. That's low. Uh, the Lost World, 53% from the critics, 51% from the audience. Ooh, that's really uh, low. Jurassic Park 3, 49% from the critics, 36% from the audience. So a yeah. steady decline, but for the most part, they're they're pretty on par. Uh, Jurassic World bumps back up. Critic is 71%, audience score 78%. Okay. Fallen Kingdom drops back down 47% from the critics, 48% from the audience. That's about as close as you'll ever see for a big movie like that. Even the like the franchise as a whole, like they're pre- the audience and critics pretty much agree right Except through for this, this through <laughs> all of them. Yes, this is the biggest divide from everything else in this franchise. Box office. So I want to look at the box office too. I don't know. I didn't look up what the budget was. Sometimes new movies they don't get the budget as quickly as you'd like. They got to wait for some of the box office, box office returns to stop before it's posted. Um, right now we're looking at a domestic 185, 185 million is the budget. Okay. All right. So it's free and clear in, in the, in the black on this one. Domestic is $310 million international. $546 million, which a worldwide total, $756 million. The domestic opening weekend was about half of what its domestic take is right now, $145 million in the first weekend. Given that it was up against an absolute juggernaut, because I don't know, like I'm sure you've taken notice, Brian, that Top Gun has now made over a billion dollars. Top Gun has been consistent at the box office for like the last month. Yeah, Top Top Gun has been killing it, and it was up against that, which I didn't expect Top Gun to kill it in that way. I expected these two to have more of an even split Yeah, during their time at the box office. But yeah, Top Gun, I would say, is definitely eating into that a good bit. I mean, I think Jurassic World Dominion's returns week to week are falling, but it is still, I feel like, on pace to make over a billion dollars. Right. I think it, I think it still could hit that number. Um, yeah, I just mean like it had been solo with no competition. It probably yeah. would have already. Been oh there. yeah, yeah. But the two of them um, were costing each other. So some of these numbers might surprise you, um, and I might make you guess some of these to see how close you guys are. The first Jurassic Park from 1993, 
box office total. Does anyone have, maybe I'll make a guess now. Does anybody have a guess what you think the worldwide total for Jurassic Park in 1993? Are we talking original run or total since then? Total since then. So this counts okay. any re-releases that have been happening. Any, any stabs in the dark here? 750. 550? Uh, it is just shy of $1.1 billion. Oh, okay. Uh, now, that's probably not adjusted for inflation, so by today's standards, that's probably a lot more money. Well, it, it depends on how much of it's re-released versus not. Like, that's a really tough number to adjust because I'm yeah. sure it's been in theaters several true, times. True, true. Yeah, I, know, I have gone for, like, a couple anniversary screenings. I know they re-released it in 3D, which I went to see. Yeah. That was that was years ago, probably ten years ago at this point. Well, but I I saw it once when I was living next door to the Oaks Theater in Oakmont, and it was just like I got home from work early one day, and they had like a two o'clock screening of Jurassic Park, and I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, what the hell? It's four bucks to go in and see it. Sure. Yeah, that is one of those movies that like hits like the discount movie nights or like it, it's comfort food for a lot of people, so it screens oh, yeah. a lot of places. I think. Um, 1997's The Lost World, which is the second Jurassic Park movie. Um, worldwide, I'll give you this number, $619 million. Worldwide. I was really close on the number in my head. <laughs> I actually had 580 in my head. Yeah, that was close. Uh, Jurassic Park 3, uh, another steady decline to $369 million total worldwide. I saw that one opening night. I can remember that very clearly. And the uh, the budget steadily went up too. Sixty three million for the first Jurassic Park, seventy three million for J the Lost World, ninety three million for Jurassic Park three, and it well, had the lowest returns out of all of them. It's probably why at least that the first trilogy gap between the movies. Then when you got to the from three to World, yeah. So Jurassic Park three was two thousand one. They took a break. Jurassic World came out in twenty fifteen. Uh, does anyone have a guess? Worldwide total for Jurassic World. 1.4. Ooh, I was going to say 1.1. Mike was closer. 1.6 billion dollars. On a 150 million dollar budget. So that movie made bank. Yep. Uh, Fallen Kingdom, worldwide. What do you think this movie made? Seven fifty. Six twenty five. One point three billion dollars. <laughs> budget went up a little bit too. So we had a budget of 150 million for Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom had 170 million budget. So even as much as Fallen Kingdom seemed to be the, the black sheep at the time, everybody was talking shit that this was the worst one, it still made one point three billion dollars. So even it was the coming off is, a lot of hype. You, you talk, on, like, look at the way people talk about Last Jedi, and it's still the second highest earning Star Wars film ever. Right, yeah. So it, it's coming off of that hype where everybody, that, that opening weekend for Fallen Kingdom is probably heavily weighted, I would guess. Uh, opening weekend for Fallen Kingdom domestically it was $148 million. Uh, Jurassic World, the first one's opening week on two hundred and eight million. See, that's so it came out of the gate a lot stronger too. Yeah. Um. So Dominion's opening weekend is 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 on par with Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom again was one hundred forty eight million for their opening weekend domestic. Jurassic World Dominion one hundred forty five. 
million. So right behind okay. it. Okay. Um, and you said that Mike, you said the budget one hundred eighty-five million. So budget went up a yeah. little bit compared to Fallen a Kingdom. Bit. Yeah, one seventy to one eighty-five. That's not. Yeah. I mean, in Hollywood terms, that's not a ton. But that, yeah, it's not a big increase, but it's an increase that could just be inflation, you know? Right. So that's where I mean, I, I, there's a steady trend that you can see the trilogies sort of fall off. They get like every one starts really strong and just kind of teeters off the edge as you get towards the next three. And I don't know, even like between the critics and the and the box office, both, I think, give you the signs of quality of movie right now. So like, I have a theory on this. So with Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, both of them take place in parks. They both take place with an amusement park gone wrong. Yes. Which is actually where the title is. So the whole idea is that it's an amusement park gone wrong. Not literally the whole idea, but you get what I'm saying. Like It's like, oh, Jurassic Park. By the time you get to Jurassic Park 3, there's not even a park anymore. Yeah. You know? Like, wait... Uh, <sighs> They're just, you know, what are you doing? Well, they're like Jurassic Park works west best as like a disaster movie. Yeah. So when the disaster's already happened and you're just still in the fallout, it's not as interesting. Which is every movie since the first one. <laughs> well, even that's what I mean. Like you can make the comparison for Jurassic World the same way too. Yeah, they, like, they remanage the 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 fallout of the first. Right. They set three the bar. Movies. They give you back to the status quo. You're back at zero, and then shit happens. Um, all right, so let's get a little bit into this movie. So before we get into spoilers, general spoiler-free thoughts for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, Michael, start with you. What do you think of of this movie? It, I, I feel like honestly, like I, I may be the odd one out on this one. I actually enjoyed this, um, but I, you know, if I'm gonna say, I'll say negatives first and positive second, um, without spoilers, of course, uh. Negatives on the side of no spoilers, it's too long. Um, it felt long in the theater. It felt a little bit disjointed. And I felt like they had an opportunity to do something we wanted them to we wanted to see them do for a long time. And instead of doing that, they went a different way. Yeah. Um, but the positives. Uh, you're never going to give me enough Jeff Goldblum. It just can't happen. <laughs> uh, he was a shining light in this movie. I will give you that. Yes. The, the original cast, all three of them, I thought were fantastic to see them back together and actually working together. Uh, as much as I like Bryce Dallas Howard in so many other ways, I feel like she was pointless in this movie. Um, and Chris Pratt's character did not have an arc whatsoever here that I yep. wanted him to have. He just did not have. Like, they set up for a potential arc in the previous two movies that just was not there in this movie that should have been. Um, And, yeah, in general, I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. They didn't, they did some fan service, but they did it right. So this is where I would say, like, we talked about Return or Rise of Skywalker earlier, yeah. and kind of how I felt about the two of them, and where Rise of Skywalker just ham-fisted the fan service in. The fan service here felt more natural. It felt not forced and not cheesy as much to me 
Still kind of cheesy. Wholeheartedly with that. I thought this this was more than so... Rise of Skywalker because that's yes. what I'm comparing it to. Yes. Okay. I well we'll have to agree to disagree on that. I mean that's again that's my opinion, but I had right. so many roll my eyes moments at some of the nostalgic fan service they try to put in here that it it felt so blatantly obvious that that's what they were going to do, and then they did it. It's like oh come like you guys are smarter than this. Come on. Some of them. I will agree with you, and other ones felt better. All right, so we can get into specifics when we get there, but... Right, yeah, right. Yeah, the, I don't want to get into all of it right now. So, anyways, but in general, I had a good time with this movie. I just wish they had cut out some of the middle that was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Andy, what'd you, you're coming off the freshest viewing of this movie. <laughs> so, what, what did you think, general spoiler-free thoughts? I liked the movie. Um, I, I did think Mike hit it on the head when he said it was disjointed because it did feel like two different movies to me. Yeah. It it felt like an action, action, like almost mission impossible with dinosaurs in the beginning half of it. Right. And then you got the second half, which was reuniting with the original cast and fan service. And you actually got some more dinosaur out of it, which was, which was, I, I thought was pretty cool. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I think, um, it it doesn't hold a torch to Jurassic World. Yeah. So, um, I, I'd say it's probably somewhere on par with 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 um, Forbidden Kingdom. Or oh, see, now you did it too, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I started a bad trend. <laughs> You've planted the seed now. It's in Got everybody's head. Got gently on the brain. Um. <laughs> 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 The, it was a it was a good popcorn movie to me. Like like I enjoyed it, and I like someone like the cheesy fan service stuff. It didn't make me roll my eyes. I just kind of got a chuckle out of it and just like ah oh, okay they did that. We'll move on. <laughs> so I don't know. It it didn't. There was there was I had very low expectations for this. Okay, based it on may... what I had been reading and hearing and stuff, and I think that helped. Probably because I think I think I went into it the other way where that like this I meant to look at the list I'll have to pull it up as we're going but I it know this was on some anticip anticipated lists for people yeah, and I, I was, was like I was three for me very much looking forward to this and then like before I saw it the review started hitting a couple days earlier and then I'm thinking like really like they they can't be saying that about this movie the one that I'm really excited about there's no way this one is is being reviewed like that. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, "No, you know what? I think uh, I'm kind of on par with what with what I was reading." <laughs> Which, yeah, I th- and again, that maybe just comes with the the anticipation factor and, and expecting something else, and then just it not living up to that hype. And that's where I get in trouble with movies a lot of times. Is I I just go in with higher expectations, and that's a a lot of the reason why I avoid most trailers. I will give myself a little bit, but I try not to watch all of them. One for fear of spoilers, but two to to build up a movie for me and get me that much more excited for it and then they show me something completely different and then I get pissed which granted I only saw one trailer for this movie like the first one and that still presented a movie to me that I thought I was going to get and I got something completely different and that was another reason I think I I kind of got burned by it a little bit uh, so, but so actually, far it was number three for me I looked it up I found my own list. Yeah, I was gonna say I found the list too. You're actually I have you at number four for Jurassic World Dominion. 
on my notes in my phone, I have it at number three. I don't okay. annotate that if I make changes during the show. I don't. What was what was your what was your three and two and one? Or your, I know your, your ones Batman above it. was number one, and two was Thor, and four was Uncharted. Okay, because the list that I have from you has Uncharted at five, Jurassic World at four, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore at three. Okay, and I then have that Thor and Batman. I have that at six in my phone. Okay. Well, based on the ones in my phone, I've seen three of the top four, Batman, Jurassic World, and Uncharted. Man, I really hope Thor next week comes through. <laughs> uh, not that Batman was that bad. It's the best of the three, but... yeah. It will definitely not be my number one from this year. Spoilers yeah, for I'm, I'm next year's show. Looking at my list, I have Jurassic World Dominion at my number eight, but I have Maverick at number nine, and I fucking loved Maverick, so that's going to be a very stark difference between the two of those. Of course, half, it seems Maverick like half yet. of my Did you review Maverick? Is, uh, is there a show out it, for that? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Ian and I did that, because at the time, he was the only other one to see the movie. <laughs> oh, so we okay. jumped on, because it was, it was fresh, and it was... It was like I was dying to talk about it. I think at that point. Okay, I'll but, yeah, listen to it. Highly recommend. Like I, I was gonna even push that at the end of the show. If you were deciding between Jurassic World Dominion and Maverick this weekend, go see Maverick. Is gonna be my push for anyone <laughs> out there. Should Should I make sure I see Maverick in IMAX? Is there as like big a... and loud as you possibly can? Okay, yes. that's what I figured. Like that's the only thing I was waiting on with that movie was like I know I should probably see it in a theater just because of the spectacle. It started. Of it. I started started to hit a few IMAX screens again, but it's only getting like one time a day. Like Minions is overtaking the theater this weekend, so a lot of the premium formats are, are getting taken by that. I, so I gotta drive a long way to get the IMAX now. Now that the Mills doesn't use their IMAX screen, they have that half of the theater, but they just only use the one half. They don't use the IMAX screen anymore. Mm, that's so annoying. I gotta go all the way to Monroeville, which is like forty five minutes. Yeah, to get to an IMAX screen. But yeah, Monroeville has an IMAX. They have their their XD, so it's yeah. like IMAX, but not. I don't know if it's as maybe not as big as IMAX. I'm not the, quite sure what the difference is. I think the sound is better in XD, but the picture is bigger in IMAX. Yeah, it might be something like that. Yeah. So either either way, if you can get into a better premium for, format theater for Maverick, definitely. Now that we've turned this into a Top Gun Maverick review podcast, but yes, <laughs> that's that's where I'd point anybody that's going to go see that movie. Um. Dominion, so Dominion for me, I like I said, I, I think the hype for me was a lot higher than maybe what it should have been. I came out feeling very disappointed in the movie. Um, I, I, without getting into the spoilers of it, like I said, I think the fan service they tried to do, a lot of it didn't land with me. I just felt very cringy and eye-rolly for me. Um, there was, there was one or two that hit and really made me laugh. There's a specific one with, with Jeff Goldblum that, made me chuckle pretty hard. Um, but for the most part, I feel like for a dinosaur movie that I thought was going to be about dinosaurs, it's not really about dinosaurs. And it kind of pissed me off that it went a completely different direction. And granted the trailers, at least the trailers that I've seen did not tell you that like they kept that part of the story under wraps in the promotional material, which is good. Typically I appreciate that stuff when they keep the surprises for the movie, but this direction for the movie was, I don't think, made the movie better. So I feel I, like the promotional material is a lot of what I actually wanted to see the movie yes, take in terms of yes. the direction. It got me excited. That first, whatever clip they put out like a year and a half ago or whatever the hell it was, 
that you know like the trailer park clip like the people out in the middle of the desert somewhere in a you know a campground or something yes and what's what's I the most iconic of shot of the first Jurassic World it's the end of the movie when Jurassic when the T-Rex is in the visitor center and the poster comes down and says when dinosaurs ruled the earth that's Jurassic that's park. where we got to in Dominion dinosaurs should be ruling the earth that should be like the focal point of what this fucking movie is yep but and so we can we'll get, we, we'll get I, into it in spoilers. It's, yeah, there's there's definitely some things we need to bring up in the spoiler part of this. So, yeah, I again, I it fell flat to me. Again, I'm going to recommend if anybody is interested in seeing the movie, definitely get out to see it. But again, if you have the choice between this and Top Gun, go see Top Gun. We'll talk about Jurassic World after the back. Um, so yeah, all right, we're we're I think anxious to get into spoilers, so we're gonna get into some spoilers now. So. There's a lot to say. If you have not seen the Jurassic World Dominion movie, or for that matter, probably any other Jurassic movies, because we may pick and choose some of the other stuff that we want to talk about from those movies, uh, just to cover my bases, and you do not want spoiled, pause us now, come back after watching one or all of the other Jurassic movies, and uh, we'll be here waiting for you. So this is your last warning. Spoilers to follow. Wee-oo-wee-oo. Spoiler. Wee-oo-wee-oo. Spoiler. You know. Something like that. All right. So we are into spoiler territory. We're going to cover all the shit that we keep avoiding for the last little bit here. Um, so the first question I kind of want to level at you guys. Can can anyone explain to me the plot of this fucking movie? Like, what were they trying to do with Maisie and Blue's kid, Beta? Like, part of the crux of the second half of this movie is to get blood or DNA or something from them to do something. And I l- checked out at that point. I, you'll take the silences. We don't fucking know either. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, it from what I gleaned off of it, it, Maisie was something that had never happened in science before. She was a clone that got fixed using um, something that sounded science-y like a, things. A, 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 <laughs> Genetic MacGuffin science. Yeah, like a like like a virus that that had like she used like a virus to upload DNA structure like structurally change her DNA. Yeah. So being that she had been fixed and Blue was in Blue's beta or whatever the hell. The yeah, Blue's right, kid. Yeah, Blue yeah. baby. Um, was like an exact replica. So basically. Beta was Maisie before Maisie got the DNA restructuring. So we're led to so believe they that... wanted to compare the two so that they could right the wrong they did with the locusts. Well, I think so it was also to... right the wrong, but also they thought that they could then start curing things like cancer and, and right, you know, like yeah. the incurable yeah. things. They, they thought they diseases could diseases and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like they they thought they could cure those things by using science from the information they got from Maisie and Blue. So we're led to believe that Blue obviously gave birth, but not like birth in a traditional sense. This isn't a kid of the raptor. This is a clone. Like, Blue gave birth to a clone of itself. Life found a way. (laughs) (laughs) From what it sounded like, Monitor That's what happened in the first one. Monitor lizards, like, do the same thing. Like, they don't find a mate. They just, they spawn, like, an exact replica of themselves just younger okay that, that, that is a thing that some reptiles and amphibians are capable of it, that that's not pseudoscience that's science that we don't entirely understand at this time <laughs> like it's yeah. something that like they'd like to understand it more and 
I guess Jurassic World in their writing is trying to bring that to life. I don't know something, but it, the way yeah, I took I it was like this was life finding a way. This was okay. like Blue with Beta was what happened in the original Jurassic Park. Same thing, you know. They find the raptor eggs, like Grant. Right, finds but that's the raptor dinosaurs having and... kids. They're not clone copies of themselves. They Aren't are... they? No. I, what I was... evidence of that do you have from the first movie? No, because what they talked they... about, it's the explanation Grant gives, is that frog DNA, if it's in a population that is abundantly male, the frog right. DNA switches itself to make a female so that they can reproduce right. and have kids. Yep, they okay. switch genders. So they, some of them can life. switch genders yeah. within a population to be able to breed. Okay. Yes, that's life finding in the You're way, right. is that You're life right. realizes they can't have all well, same-sex this, people. Yeah, so this is life finding another way. The DNAs together, yeah. This is life finding a way in a single singular population where she's blue is the only individual in the population of raptors in the wild in the area she's living in. So she's a right. sole populace, and this is life finding another way. All right, I, I'm not crazy about it, but I'll I'll buy it. <laughs> it's it all the, comes back to Malcolm in this movie, <laughs> like a lot. Like I can. Yeah, the because he does chaos of, theory. You can bring anything water, back to it. That water keeps dripping different ways down your. Body, you know? <laughs> yeah, it always comes back to the palm diagram. Somehow, I, somehow I dropped it here and it wound up at my butthole. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, the whole Maisie like storyline. Did anyone else catch that they retconned that whole fucking thing about her being a clone from Fallen Kingdom? I thought she still was a clone. She was just an she is a clone, clone. But the whole reason for her existing is completely retconned. Well, I thought that was movie. just that. Her grandfather was lying to her, as opposed to retconned. Well, uh, it, well, to me, that's they they had a solid explanation in the movie before, which was backed up by what that movie was doing. You get right. to this movie, and they don't address that at all. They just say, "Hey, this is what happened," and it's a completely different story than what we heard before. See, the, my impression of uh, Fallen Kingdom was that they only got a real quick little synopsis of what she was from the guy that was fucking trying to kill them as they were running out of his mansion. See, the the so, explanation I remember from Fallen Kingdom was there's the two co-creators of Jurassic Park, John Hammond and that other dude that was Cromwell guy in the movie. And they were the scientists that, you know, figured out how to clone dinosaurs and they were the ones working with it. And Cromwell lost his daughter and realized he had the science to bring her back and cloned her successfully. And then that caused Hammond and him to have a falling out, and that's why the other guy is never mentioned in the original first three movies. And Hammond gets all the credit. That is a cooler explanation to me, and that was the one I thought we were going to use. And then in this one they say, oh, no, 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 that, that didn't happen like that. It was just literally Cromwell's daughter was dying and wanted to give birth to herself. So, th so this is the, you're a nobody, Ray. You're nobody. You came from nothing. Yeah. Your parents are nobody to now raise a Palpatine. And yeah. th th this is that. Just in And I hated Jurassic that fucking Park. explanation too. So it's like, <laughs> why can't anybody just stick to the story threads that they fucking set up in the movie before if because you're going to connect to the one before? Because they wanted to write their own story and they wanted to tell their own tale and screw what somebody else's work. And I want to tell my I story. Call your credit, they're credited with story on the movie before. Like,. They had the through line for all these three movies. It's not like it's a different writer. So they may have had the story, but they did not direct it. So maybe that aspect of their story didn't hit as well as they would have hoped the director had it hit. In in, in my I mean? opinion, this is me. I think that is the coolest fucking twist in Fallen Kingdom, is that explanation for Maisie yes. existing. 
I agree. And they took the coolest part of that movie and fucked it up in this one. And, and they brought back this the dumbest worse. part of that movie and put it in this one. The yeah. whole targeting system. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The absolute dumbest part of Fallen Kingdom they used heavily in this fucking movie. <laughs> well, they I mean, they set that seat up even in Jurassic World as to how to how to make dinosaurs be soldiers and be part of an army and this is how you're gonna what they want to do with it. It's also the dumbest so, part of Jurassic World. I understand that. However, <laughs> I will accept that they put the breadcrumbs in the first movie, they expanded upon them in the second movie, and you see it to conclusion in this movie. I can appreciate story decisions like that. I when am you glad give me that, story that decisions has... in one movie and then completely rewrite them in the movie after that, that pisses me off. True. <laughs> I am glad that that like, laser targeting thing only happened in like the very first like half of the movie, and then we didn't see it anymore. I was very glad of that. Because <laughs> they realized it was stupid, and it's not worth bringing back up again. <laughs> so, yeah. The whole dinosaurs are going to be our tools as military units thing was stupid as fuck in Jurassic World. And it was the one thing that took me out of Jurassic World was like, we can train them to be military use. I get the idea of like corporate profit and private crazy people wanting to own their own dinosaur from Fallen Kingdom. Like that part of it, I actually get because look at the people that just own a tiger that have no business owning a tiger. <laughs> You know, not I'm not I'm 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 not talking about like you know a, a person that's a zoologist or somebody that knows how to keep a tiger. Just random people sometimes buy tigers and then get killed by them or whatever. I don't know what happens when you own a tiger, but I assume you just die eventually. <laughs> I, it, but, old age eventually, yeah. That can well, no, too. I mean a tiger death. <laughs> you, you die of tiger at some point if you don't know what you're doing and you buy a tiger. You've, you've died of dysentery. Yeah. yeah. Oregon Trail, you have died of tiger. <laughs> yeah, you have died of tiger. <laughs> um, but no, like, like I, that part I get. Like people with too much money that will just throw it at anything. Be like, yeah, I'll take any dinosaur. I just want to own a dinosaur. Fuck yeah, that part made sense. The part of we're gonna make them military units. What? Like See, we got them to respond to me, food, though. so therefore they can be military units within a couple of years. Are you kidding? You know how long it took us to domesticate dogs? Like, how many centuries it took us to turn a wolf into a dog that would just obey any command, and then you want to take a raptor and turn it into a military unit within, I don't know, five years? We got it. But really, well, I not think, even like, generations, mind, just a single generation. We got it. In my mind, is that idea stupid? Yes. Are there stupid enough people to think that's a good idea? Yes. So that's why I'm, I'm on board with that. I can see that train of logic. Someone somewhere having the idea that, yes, dinosaurs are soldiers. Let's fucking go. Strap yeah. missiles to their back and put a saddle on them. Let's ride them into battle. Yeah, I didn't mind the Jurassic World aspect of it where they were just like, they were trying to see if it could work. Yeah. No, no, like but that part where they're like just observing they it, I get. Proceeded into the, like the second. They yeah, just, like the same reason they made a park like, 20 years later let's see again. If this has any chance of working. And if it doesn't right. have any chance, we'll just forget about it. But they're like, oh, wait, it might. No, like, I, I understand that part of Jurassic World where it's like, we're going, like, we've heard that this guy, Owen, at this park that we put up somehow has started to train raptors a bit like dogs. Not quite as good as we've trained dogs, but he started to train them a little bit like dogs to respond to a clicker. So we should maybe pay attention to this because the military does use dogs. They do, you know, we do use animals in some capacity for their superior senses to our own. So I get that they would be paying attention to it, but the whole idea that people would pay in, in like within a couple of years, they go from being able to train it with a clicker to being able to like, we can point a laser at somebody and it goes, yeah, I got it. I, 
so bad. I mean, a lot the themes of Jurassic Park, every one of those movies, is that people think they can control the science, right? They they sure. do the science for the for the dinosaurs. They think they can control them. They don't. I think the same goes with the military stuff too. Is that like even in Jurassic World, like they're observing them being used as a military asset to try to track the what was it Indominus Rex at the time. And as soon as they get to the damn dinosaur, the raptors turn on everybody and slaughter them. So obviously that is a failed experiment, and yet they still continue to do it anyway, just like yep. they made a park 20 years later when it failed the first time. Like, right. right. People it's are just stupid. Greed and hubris. Like yes, it's... yes. Everybody thinks they can do it better than the guy before, even when everybody else has failed. Yeah, so, some things because, you just can't control. Because the yes. previous person wasn't them. Yeah. yeah, like that yeah. wasn't me. That I got this. I got this. I totally yeah. got this. Yeah, Hold all right. right here. Yeah, um, tell that to Roy with the tiger. Like, sort of. I'm kidding. Sorry, of, Roy. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, sort of what we ex- what we started talking about in the in the general spoiler f- free thoughts. The the my thought for this movie, based on the trailers and everything that I think had come before, was that we were going to actually deal with a Jurassic world where dinosaurs were the dominant species of the world. And humans are now on the run and have to deal with this new, you know, higher tier alpha uh, animal type of thing. Yes, yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, are, are humans being hunted? Um, are there going to be, uh, like, I expected sort of like Claire and Owen to be the activist type of people that were trying to round up whatever dinosaurs are on the world and get them to a special sanctuary somewhere where they won't be harmed or poached or something. And there's a sense of that, like that that Biosyn, was that the name of the company, I think? Yep. Biosyn was the... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, they had the sanctuary where they're trying to keep the dinosaurs and keep them safe and stuff like that. So that was a portion of the movie, but it was such a far, like, subplot that it wasn't anything substantial or, or worthwhile in the movie. The focus, very quickly, spins to these fucking genetically enhanced locusts, where somehow <laughs> Ali, Ellie Sadler is some now a like a freaking uh what am i looking for like expert on these when she was uh, a, what an archaeologist the term would be what what, uh, what is it? it's like endo something it, like it endobiologist or something like it, it's endo okay. something when it refers to insects okay I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I don't. I don't know how that leap problem. happened. I don't think it's as big of a leap as the fucking guy that used to work at the Jurassic Park as a dinosaur handler and is suddenly in Secret Service for the French or some shit. Entomologist. She, okay. she would be a a paleo entomologist at that point. Like I could, I could sort of maybe okay, fine, sort of buy that leap. But like the the one guy that was the that worked with Owen at the park, didn't yeah, yeah, he become yeah. like French Secret Service or some shit? Well, we didn't have any background on him. I don't think in Jurassic World, but we did have background on Owen being like a Navy SEAL or some shit like that. Yeah, I thought everyone that was kind of under him had like military experience more than they had like okay. animal experience because they wanted to like military train. They were right. being pushed in that direction okay. by Vincent D'Onofrio's character, whose name I can't remember. So we're just, that's sort of just assumed from Jurassic World, right? They didn't really yeah, give that I, de- I think Yeah, I mean, why else would okay. you have a Navy SEAL training raptors? I just figured he was the one exception. They got him there just coming out of the Navy. I didn't. I guess I didn't put the, the leap there that everybody around him was also military trained. I just figured they were people wanting to work for an amusement park. And I, I don't think it's a big leap. I don't, like that, I don't think it's a big leap. I don't think that's like, 
oh no way you know what i mean like okay. i feel like okay yeah he he was this and this guy was like the second in command maybe it's not everybody there but this guy was the set like he was like his number two you know Didn't yeah he, i think he wielded uh, a couple of automatic machine guns fairly well like he was he True. could tell he was he had been trained because they protected didn't they like yeah, people yeah, they're, they're... out of the Indominus Rex cage and stuff. Oh, like he that. does. I guess he does go out with them for the hunt. I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think he does. I think he was trained. All right. You know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> good, good, good explanation. This this movie just got like a quarter of a point. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, along that same line, though, I did not care for them just letting that fall off and not seeing what happened to the oh, yeah. <laughs> Asian lady. She marks Owen and then there's that chase scene and then you literally never see those two again. <laughs> yep. That's the Dodgson from the first movie. Something, anything, just a little blurb. Bloop, bloop. Yeah. That's the Barbasol Cannon Dodgson. You're we're yeah. going to it's 6 I'm, movies from now we're going to get an explanation. Just need a minute and a half. Something. <laughs> 6 Speaking movies from the, now. Wait for the, it. the 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 Barbasol can, the shaving cream can. This this we'll go spin into the fan service stuff for this because that shaving cream can came out of nowhere and is that just meant to be like oh this is the guy from is that supposed to be the connection somehow we yeah, found I, it from I, Jurassic I, I think Park that's to... just meant to help you make that connection for people that weren't aware maybe I I never did though I didn't make that connection until someone mentioned it to me at work and I'm like um, holy fuck nuggets you are completely correct <laughs> <laughs> I it, like the moment they said Dodgson I was just like oh they're going that guy. Like it, like I've seen the first movie so many damn times that Wayne Knight or Newman, if you will, just shouting Dodson. So in the in that first, what is it, the second scene of the first movie? Yeah, that you get him doing that. That's just ground down into my brain, and it was like, oh yeah, Lewis Dodson. Because I, I remember I, I probably read the books four times too, so it's you know I remember that scene. But seeing the movie, I I never heard either. I didn't hear or just did it didn't stick with me what that main the main bad guy's name was. If I don't know how many times they say Dodgson or if it's shown somewhere, I was completely oblivious to any of that. So when the can shows up at the end, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy with this can? Where did he get this from? And how is it <laughs> even then? Where did he get the fucking can? Yeah, he's like keeping it like a trophy. Like he should know what it is, but it's like that thing was lost on the island. How does anyone well, know what the I, fuck I, it is? I could see being who he is. He is. He gave Nedry the can in the first movie, and then yeah. maybe the can is recovered from the or from Isla Nublar, right? And he's like, I know that can, and so he takes it and keeps it after that. And had I put the connection with the name there, watching the movie, that would have made sense to me. I probably could have connected those dots. So all this happened after the fact to me. Right, right, right. But, yeah, because I was just so confused why he's so enamored with this can at the end of the movie. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy, and why does he care about this can? But, like, we know what it is as the viewer. I right. was confused why he knew what it was, but right. that it makes more sense now. Um, Speaking of that character, I, I I wasn't super fond of the actors. Like you didn't like the 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 bad guy, or like you're because you're not meant to like him. I know. So is it is it, like, is it the performance that's bad, or just the character that's bad? Well, I just I I I didn't I didn't hate him because like he didn't really do anything. He just <laughs> he didn't spark rage or or like animosity to me. You know. Yeah. He was not like inherently you evil. Have to, yeah, you have to have that, like, 
oh, that son of a bitch moment. He, and the, I never had that, he, oh, that son of a bitch moment. <laughs> he did some smarmy things, and he did some underhanded things and some shady things. But they really set him up with like all the camera surveillance and stuff, the way they set that up. And then yeah. they never set him up to be like the megalomaniac type that they kind of like they set him up to be the megalomaniac type and that never actually becomes what he is. He's still just generally, you know, thinking he's doing a good thing and he's not in it for the greed or in it for the other stuff. He, he was genuinely in it for this and he was willing to preserve what he was trying to accomplish at any cost. And, but the portrayal, I agree with Andy, was not on point with that. It didn't mesh with that. He portrayed himself as the type of person that's going to turn into this greedy nut job at some point, And instead he turned into just a coward. I I really thought they were misdirecting with him. Like, I think when you first meet him a couple times, he, he is meant to seem genuine for like trying to save the planet and cure yep. diseases and stuff. Yeah. And I bought that when Ellie and, uh, Grant talked to him for the first time. I was like, okay, this guy doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. I thought they were going for the misdirect because at the same time, I'm like, well, it's too obvious that this guy's the the bad guy. It's got to be someone under him, second in command, third in command, somebody that works at this company is doing something he is unaware of. Pulling a Nedry. Yes. Doing what Nedry did. <laughs> but it turns out it's not that. It's still him giving orders to other people to do all the shady shit. And I was like, oh, that's not fun. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, wanted more. For me, I caught the name as soon as they introduced him, so I knew right away. And maybe that's that there the disconnect that like... I missed too. That would have would have solidified it. Like, okay, well, this is it. Now that as soon as you right. meet the guy, you know this is him. This is the guy. Yeah, that motherfucker right there. That yeah. I know that name. I know that name. I know who he is. It's not the same actor, but I know who he is. <laughs> um, Mike, I want to spend some of the fan service. You were talking about some of the fan service you you liked. So, what was some of the stuff for you that that hit? Um, the the way they introduce Grant, uh, being very similar to the first movie, you know, maybe you don't get the helicopter, but you get the same kind of like, it's not Hammond coming into the tent to talk him into coming out and doing this thing. It's Ellie. Yeah. Um, and that, I, I guess that's more subtle, but it's still like they go to a dig and then it ends up in the, the tent next to the dig yeah. where they're talking yeah, I guess it's a trailer in the first movie, but it's a tent here, whatever. But they, you know, and he gets talked into something that he probably shouldn't do. Um, I like that. I like the another subtle one. Um, if you remember in Jurassic Park three, he corrects. Uh, Billy was the guy's name in Jurassic Park three. He corrects Billy when Billy says that he thinks, for whatever reason, this guy's supposed to be a paleontologist calls. The Spinosaurus of Baryonyx. And now we see the Baryonyx attacking Grant in those caves where they're trying to light them with the torches. That's what a Baryonyx actually is. Much smaller and less significant than a Spinosaurus, which is why it was silly in the Jurassic Park 3 for him to say that. Um, that was kind of cool. Um, and on the on the reverse side, uh, it's been a few weeks, so I'm sorry if I don't remember all the stuff. I know, specifics. I'm a little bit out of it, too. Had, had um, I just recorded after just seeing it, I probably would have had a laundry list of stuff, but I can really only think of one right now that's bothering me. But go ahead, sorry. Well, I, I'm probably going to hit on that, and that's Malcolm using the damn flare. Oh, I, that, I forgot about that, but yeah, that I, one was a roll-my-eyes moment for me. Yeah, that, that was just like, 
come on, I didn't need this again. I know it's an iconic moment from the first movie, but at the same time, it's fucking stupid. It's a different dinosaur. It's not a T-Rex that sees only yeah. movement. This is the Giganotosaurus, which I, you know what? It's a Gigantosaurus. <laughs> Fuck off. It's Gigantosaurus. You can say Giganotosaurus all you want. It's Gigantosaurus. <laughs> Spelled the same, said the same, whatever. Um, but it, it, it doesn't work that way. And Malcolm is not a stupid person. He would not think that it would. Yeah. He is supposed to be one of the smartest people ever to live, basically. You know what I mean? Like, he's supposed to be this absolute genius. He would not think that that would work on a, just a different predator. Um, that bugged me. And I want to say, I remember other things, but I'll let, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pass along. But to me, the, I guess, like, the, the whole idea of how they reintroduced Ellie and Grant being very similar to how they were introduced in the first movie. That that was like the part that brought the nostalgia in for me and gave me like the warm fuzzy feeling, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but a lot of Andy, the other stuff on, did fall flat. Coming off a little fresh, what uh do you have any fan service moments that, that either worked or didn't work for you? I enjoyed a lot of Jeff Goldblum's uh, like one liners. Like, yeah. Is that a dinosaur on your back? <laughs> <laughs> and uh like when he has the gun and Chris Pratt's is like, okay, that hold Calm down there, Rambo. Or he says something to that effect to him. And then there's another point when uh, uh, his 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 shirt is like unbuttoned, and the 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 Kaylee Casey what was Kayla, I think Kayla, yeah, is like uh, no, and he's like okay, he's like, that was up, the moment. Like, it up. That was the one fan service moment that had me chuckle pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. I appreciated I that, that joke. Now. Yeah, that was because really that funny. was a little bit more subtle like it the one for me that immediately comes to mind where i'm like well, god damn it they did this in the other movie and they're really trying to draw attention to it is when you're introduced to, to ellie and she's looking out over the wheat field and she stands up on something and then removes her glasses the same way she removes oh. her glasses when she looked at the <laughs> brontosaurus for the first time and i was like you fucking i see what you're doing here and it's goddamn obvious and i why like to me, that was completely unnecessary, and it's supposed to supposed to give you the warm and fuzzies, and that was where I was rolling my eyes, like cringy. So right from the get, you were like, uh. yeah. And now I'm looking <laughs> for those type of shit throughout the movie, and I know there's other instances, and I can't think of what else they were. But to me, yeah, right from the off, that was one that was like, what are you, goddamn? And it like, I don't know if it soured the tone of the movie for me from there on out, but I, I got a sense of where they were going and what they were going to try to do. And it just didn't help the, the viewing experience for me. <laughs> but personally, that one specifically, I didn't even catch. I didn't catch that one either. Okay. Like now that you oh. say it, I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah it seemed glaringly obvious to me. Um, I, I think there's a lot of that that can, some people will catch and some people won't. And you know, I mean, like you got Dodge and I got the sunglasses. So that's, <laughs> that's yeah. where we're at. <laughs> Um, I, the T-Rex going through the circle. Oh yes. The logo. It it makes the logo. That, that yeah. was awesome for me. I, I like that. That was a really cool fan service aspect. I thought. And um, can I say something that I feel like they fail at with fan service? Rep repetitively. What's the logo for every one of these movies? The skeleton. Of? The T-Rex, right? Of a T-Rex, right. Yeah. When's the last time we saw a T-Rex win a fight? 
Technically, they, they do come out on top, but usually with help, at least in the last couple of movies. Actually, with all the, all the no. movies? No. Spinosaurus killed the T-Rex in three. Killed like, a T-Rex, not the T-Rex. It's the only time we see a T-Rex. It kills the T-Rex in we three. We see a T-Rex in Jurassic World. No, no, I'm, but no, 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 no. I mean, in that movie. Like, that's the T-Rex of that movie, is it gets killed by the Spinosaurus, and then the oh, Spinosaurus okay. takes over you. that big predator dinosaur role. And then Jurassic World, it's the Mosasaur that wins the fight with the help of the raptor and T-Rex, but the Mosasaur could have just won it on its own if it wanted to, because it's like five times the size of the biggest land di- dinosaur. So it just wins the fight on its own, just decides to have a snack. Um, Fallen Kingdom, we really don't get any of that we just get a t-rex like being moved off the island kind of thing and i think it does kill something on the way off like when it's running from the volcano doesn't it doesn't it kill something around yeah Yeah, there's like a allosaurus yeah it like it's like about to attack them in their little bubble thing yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like half the size of the t-rex it's not even like an actual competitor but it like it yeah it just wipes that out so they can get away then and then in this movie, it's like, oh, this other... Th- I don't even know what the fuck that other thing was. Wolverine dinosaur. Yeah, that <laughs> that thing was just ridiculous. It's like, this is a dinosaur with sloth claws. Yeah, like, it's more like Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, yeah, actually, it is more like Lady Deathstrike. <laughs> Lady Deathstrike the dinosaur yeah. comes in and helps t- the T-Rex here to-, to win and actually kills the... And it's like, the T-Rex is the fucking show, man. Yeah. You know, like, it, you... Again, and it's like they always feel this need to go, like, bigger and badder and all this stuff. And they make that statement in Jurassic World. Like, oh, people aren't impressed anymore. And it's like, why don't you just say we made a super (laughs) T-Rex? We made an even bigger version of T-Rex. We enhanced its genes and gave it steroids. So it's even angrier. Indominus Rex was supposed to be. Like right. the the pieces of all the good dinosaur, well, all the aggressive dinosaurs all put together. So raptor, right. T Rex, whatever else, and they just made a cocktail out of it. Uh, well, I mean, it was a raptor and it was a T Rex, but I think it was just really meant to be like a really smart version of a T Rex. Like this has the intelligence of a raptor, but the size of a T Rex kind of thing. All right. So either way, I still think that's that would be classified as bigger, better, badder T Rex. Yeah. And 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 then they did the. A smaller but even smarter version in Forbidden or Fallen Kingdom. Right. And then this version, they're like, ah, just bring in some dinosaur that never existed and is ridiculous with this fucking Lady Deathstrike claws. And then yeah. let's also bring in the Gigantosaurus and call it, you know, like it was an actual dinosaur. It actually existed. Let's put it in there. And it's like, God damn it. Can T Rex just be the bad motherfucker for once? Can we just get <laughs> that again? Like, please. I was trying to pay attention. I don't know if anybody else did, but I'm almost positive the T-Rex in Jurassic World is meant to be the same T-Rex from Jurassic Park. In the like first you, Jurassic World or in this one? Yes. No, the first Jurassic World. I think so, because it has the scars, doesn't it? Right. From, from the raptor. So I was trying to pay attention in this one if you get a good shot of this T-Rex, if it's the, supposed to be the same T-Rex I, or not. I I was looking for the scars because that's like the telltale sign that that's like the OG T-Rex, yeah, yeah, right. you know, but I, I don't recall seeing them. Okay. I don't remember either, I'm so I don't know if I missed it, it or, or yeah. yeah, so I guess for anybody that's going to watch it, keep an eye out and see if, see if we can tell if there's any signs that this is the OG T-Rex. Um, I thought they missed a couple of moments where they could have had some cool fan service, though. Like, like? When she's pulling away on the helicopter and she's like, everyone hold on to someone, 
I'm like, come on, everyone, hold on to your butts. <laughs> or, or 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 have them tie the seatbelts. Oh, seat belt. Yeah, yeah. Do do the, yeah. You know, the Grant tie like the seatbelt. I look feel over like they everything. like had yeah. some things that they could have done and didn't, and I was like, ah, that was a missed opportunity. I did think for sure when when Ellie and uh, um, was it Ellie and Bryce Dallas Howard go for the the server room or something like that? Yeah. I thought for sure we were going to get a call back to the first Jurassic Park of like someone oh, yeah. being in there like, and like the arm coming out and stuff like that. Like yeah. that like, kind of right find after, a dead body thing. Like right after she presses all the buttons and the yeah. raptor like pounces on the yes. thing next yeah, to her. Something like that. Yeah. Like the jump scare. Yeah. That would have been cool. They did a throwback to um, Lex, didn't they? With, with like the, the reflection thing and like the kitchen and all that. Like the... Um, like they they did a lot of it. I feel like the Raptors tapping their claw. Oh yeah. That we didn't okay. get in any of the other movies. Like it, we didn't get that. Like oh, it's silent and the Raptors tapping its claw to try and get a reaction out of somebody. Yeah. Um. But also that was something with all the nostalgia throwbacks they were doing that I would have loved to have seen was Tim and Rex or Tim and Lex come back. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool just for the sake of seeing them come back. Just like, oh, hey, they a- actually bothered to ask these actors to come out and say, like, hey, come on back in for a quick scene. Right. It would have been nice. Um, what do you guys think of the the cast, I guess? Like, how, how, it, to me, I don't have, well, maybe not the cast, but the characters specifically, I think. Like, Owen and... Um, Bryce Dallas, oh, I can't think of Bryce Dallas Howard's character's name. Claire. Um, Claire. Claire, yeah. They they have basically nothing to do, and I think are largely forgettable, especially in this movie. Um, and I'd even say that Alan and that Grant and uh Ellie didn't really have anything to do either. Like they're well, they, there they to did enough. They're there to push the story for of the locusts. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that I like the part of the locust that I story. think everybody, all the fans wanted. I that was another fan service moment for me. It's like I, that, I hated that fan service moment. I yes, liked I did them too. as a platonic, yes, professional people that like we dated before and it didn't work and we're cool with that. You know, like the as thing soon as they she said she was separated, one. you could be like, "Oh, yep, I see where this is going now." <laughs> yeah, like it, immediately it was like great. Um, but yeah, that that whole thing it didn't do it for me. Um, I, I I Jeff Goldblum is still a shining spot of this movie for me. Yep. But that he Ian Malcolm feels so shoehorned into this movie, it makes no fucking sense to me. There is yeah, no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that he is employed at a facility that is doing the science he is opposed to. He is lecturing them against doing the science they are doing, and he's treated like a rock star. And he would never put himself in a situation in that close proximity to dinosaurs again. No, he seems like a jester that works at this fucking Biosyn facility for like, the king. It well, And it worked in The Lost World, that second movie, because he went to save his daughter. Right. He had a it personal like, reason for being there. Right. My daughter went and did something stupid. Or, no, it wasn't his daughter. It was, what's her name? Julianne yeah, Moore's character. Yeah, he went to save her, and right. then he yeah. wound up sticking around because his daughter was doing something stupid. Yes. Yeah. But... He goes to save a loved one. Yeah. After that, why the hell would he put himself in the way of dinosaurs again? It's the right. same thing like Grant that they pull in three. He would never actually put himself in the way of that, but they were like, oh, we're just going to fly over at low altitude, and they tricked him, and he was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll point at dinosaurs and be like, oh, a patasaurus, you know, <laughs> and 
do that for you. But he would never actually put himself in the way of that again. Right. So, yeah, the, Malcolm's position there made no sense to me either. So I'm, I'm not the only one that was really confused by him being employed and being paid to contradict and tell them they're doing everything wrong and they shouldn't be playing with this, and yet everyone seems to be fine with that? I mean, it, it's the that's perfect a cover. You know, we're okay. doing all this but, illegal like, shit, but... But say, look, why, like, why you're... Like, this, is, this is, like, we're... We're doing what he's saying. We're not paying no attention to this stuff over here. We're, 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 yeah. Ian Malcolm right here. Well, it's not even like he's, 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 he's employed. I don't know what he does is like a public, if he is a public figure for that company, but inside the company, all he's doing is lecturing them about what they're doing and why it's wrong. Maybe that was the point of his employment. There was to provide, you know, a, a perspective on hubris. You know, like provide that perspective for the people there to keep them from doing the stupid shit the company was doing in the back channels, anyways. Which I guess I could buy if, like, when he's giving his lecture, you look at the they're panning to the audience and you can see them like actually seriously considering what he's talking right. about. Instead, it looks like they're smiling at him like he's the joke. And yet, he's I, trying I thought to do that this there was a seriously. lot of like adm- admiration there for like. <gasps> It's that he's, guy. He's like a the same way that like you know? Pittsburghers would look at Jeff Goldblum if he was giving a speech. We'd be like, <laughs> "All right, yeah, maybe I just interpreted it the wrong way or something." Then, like this guy survived being in Jurassic Park twice, wrote a book about it. Like he's he's yeah. he's a legit rock star. Yeah, yeah. Like and... I get the I guess I get the celebrityism of it. Well, it, it, I, that I, would be to me like one thing that uh, Fallen Kingdom did really well was his presence at the end of that movie, giving that speech in front of like Congress or whatever yes. court he yeah. was in that made fucking sense. Yes. Is they would call him in as a consultant on this kind of stuff because he's a scientist who was present for all this shit. And it's like, let's talk to him about what is happening. And that made sense to put him in there. Yeah. Whereas this, yeah, it just, it felt forced. They couldn't okay. find another way to fit him into the story, so they just were like, ah. Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah, what, He's a lecturer on site. That's what I mean. That was another one that just did not feel like a natural way to get that character in the story, so they just threw him in the mix just to get the you know the OG cast there. Right. I feel like this movie suffered from uh, too many characters. You know how some like yes. yeah. team movies tend to have like too much stuff going on and the moment i realized that there was too much going on and too many characters that they were trying to like string together was when they were trying to get on the helicopter and the two alpha carnivores were like squaring off and there were legitimately like 12 people trying to dodge them <laughs> at the same time i'm like holy fuck when did i when did our party get from like Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. BD Wong all of a sudden is fucking with us. Like, what, what is happening right now? Yeah, and, and I Which, feel like when another... you have that many people that you're trying to dangle, like, yeah, you don't get good meaty stuff from any single one. Because there's a lot of like subplots and beeline stories that are going on, and it just lo- you lose track of what is happening, why, and what everyone is doing. Right. It would have been different if the crew stayed together and they did this collectively as a group together. The whole movie—that's that's one storyline right, you can was, follow. There, but there were the there was the the Mazzy storyline and then there was the Locust storyline and then eventually they sort of interwove. <laughs> Neither but, one had to do still, with dinosaurs about a dinosaur separate, movie, but, but they were still separate. You know, it was weird. 
It looked like a double yeah. helix, actually. Whoa. <laughs> oh, DNA. <laughs> you, can, you can start giving us lectures like Mr. DNA. It's a dinosaur. Um, B.D. Wong's character, Henry Wu, I thought was another one that I, I felt like did a complete 180 from everything we've seen of that character. Oh, yes, movies. 100%. He was the villain in, in uh, both Jurassic World movies. Yeah. And, and, and this is something where I felt like his presence could have completely eliminated Dodgson and it could have just been Wu yes. running this whole damn facility yeah. and we don't need Dodgson at all. They set Wu up to be that character and then they took it away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know what they were thinking in that. Um, at the end of yeah, characters and actors stuff. Anything else you guys want to get into while we're sort of in this? Kayla was really cool. Was he say I that actually, was her name right? I actually really enjoyed her character. I, I was, yeah. I, was uh, I was kind of hoping that she was Jeff Goldblum's daughter from Lost World. Oh, that would have been, been amazing, cooler. right? That's I was like, oh, missed opportunity. I didn't even or, consider that until you just said yeah. it. Like, <laughs> or even like Samuel L. Jackson's daughter from like the original one. You know, just like, yeah, uh, or maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's mind is is just blown. He has no words. But she was really cool. She was yeah. like the actress did a really good job. I don't know why she was a World War II bomber, but it was still really cool. Yeah, like I I dug it nonetheless. Like it felt like she was the only one having fun in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was enjoying herself. She did some cool shit. And she was my favorite character. I think. I'll I'll and, give you that. And the interaction that they have is, presents my favorite dinosaur they put in this movie was that Archaeopteryx slash Raptor thing that they encounter on the ice. Oh, that swims underneath. Oh, them yeah, and stuff. That yeah, that thing cool, was fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes no sense whatsoever, but it was fucking cool. Um, any other highlights or lowlights for the cast and, and characters for you guys? Uh, um, I think I said enough about Dodge, and I didn't really care for him. Um, I thought the. Uh, Oh god, what was his name? It wasn't Achilles. Shit, the the second in command underneath Dodgson that eventually like rounds, oh. like gets him out of there. I thought he did a pretty decent job. Oh yeah, I can't think of his name, but yes, I know. Yeah, I can't about. think of the character's name, but I, yeah, I agree. I I think you know, for me personally, um, Bryce Dallas Howard did not do a good job in this movie, and maybe it's because of the way the writing was or directing or something, but it just wasn't there. And I think the way that Owen was wrote throughout the three movies, not even just this one, but through all three, without Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt, nobody gives a shit about that character. Yeah, I agree. Like, Chris Pratt is just fucking awesome. He's one of the most likable people in movies right now. And he is actually really good at expressing, and he's it, like he is so much better than what that character was wrote for. And even he could not save it and make me give a shit. I think his character took a hit in this movie because yep. I he he went from being very charismatic in, in Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom, he's still cracking jokes and like making some laughs mm-hmm. and like having some good line delivery and dialogue to use. This one, nothing. Yeah. He All he does is stop dinosaurs. Doesn't matter what dinosaur it is with his hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's his only skill throughout this whole fucking movie. Yeah. It, it it just I I like I feel like Owen's character arc, like you said, it just took a halt. 
Yep. Yeah. Where there there should have been more of an arc here as opposed to I'm a stern dad to Maisie and I can put my hand out and that's my arc in this movie. Because well, like they, you said, I think they, they could have done so something interesting with that, but in they there. just didn't. Yeah. They they could have had fun with it, but it under underutilized. Like they turned him into the, this Ethan Hunt, you know, yeah, the exactly. whole like he was he was more an action star than he was like someone that was like a likable dinosaur tamer. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And and that's not Chris Pratt's strong point. As a, like he can work as an action star, but he is charismatic. Let him be charismatic. Right. Let him do his thing. They don't because they, that's what sells. They handcuffed him. Yeah. It's like do you ever watch Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a drama? <laughs> no, because he would fucking suck in a drama. Don't give him that role. So it's the same thing for Chris Pratt. Don't let him be him. That's all you have to do and it works. The guy is just likable. And they didn't do that here. So that was a little bit, eh. I feel like Ellie and uh, Grant were as expected. You know I mean? They were right in line, I think, with their previous characters. I didn't find anything too outlandish with either of them. I didn't terribly care um, for uh, Laura Dern's performance in this, honestly. Um, I think I've seen better from her. Uh, I thought Grant oh, for was, sure. was fine, but... I don't know. I, just... I feel like out of the two of them, like I think Ellie was like acting wise, I think they were fine. I think Ellie had more of a character thing to do. Alan just felt like he was strung along for the ride and had nothing to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of writing, that was He was coattailing, weak. yeah. Yeah. Um, but y- you mentioned uh our can we get off of characters a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Mike mentioned the Ethan Hawk thing. And Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Sorry, Ethan Hunt thing. And it just like the I hated how the first half of the movie was Mission Impossible dinosaurs, and then the <laughs> second half of the movie was an actual Jurassic like like a Jurassic Park movie. I just I didn't like that disconnect at all. Like like watching the first half of the movie, I'm like these chase scenes are fine and everything. They just don't belong to me yeah. in a Jurassic Park movie, and. The, the whole scene where they have this like underground dinosaur trading <laughs> the black market lap, yeah. labyrinth black market thing yeah just I was like this is just yeah, yeah it, in a matter of so... a couple of years the black market has learned all this shit about these yeah, dinosaurs just, and how do they and... not have any fail saves they just like, like <laughs> ah, just, yeah. just 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 throw a chain on them be all right <laughs> And, they, and they've bred through <laughs> generations and generations of these dinosaurs that are now mostly adults that are ready to be full go. And it's like, where the fuck did they get them? Yeah, this is just, this is not how this works. This is like yeah, just that whole. I feel like the movie really started to be better when they actually like got to Biosyn, you know, like yeah, crash the plane and everything. I honestly felt like the movie, like, at that point, I'm like, wow, this movie's going to be over in the next 10, 15 minutes. An hour and change later, uh, you're yeah. like, wow, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you got, an, you got like, it, it, was almost, it was almost like it was supposed to be a two-part movie. Like, this is this is the first part A and part B, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the first part felt like an extended part of Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Like, it felt just like an extended version of that, and then this is the results of it at the very end of this for the last hour, and it, I don't know. Was anyone else surprised? Like, the first movie, the first half of the movie, I think, is more in line with what I would have expected for for what this movie set up, 
Um, even like action sequences included in all of that, like just dinosaurs running amok in the world is kind of what I expected. Right. Um, and I totally lost my train of thought and where the but, fuck I was going with that question. We, we go out, we, we go to like, we're in the world, right? And they're actually like interacting with dinosaurs everywhere, but they go yeah. back to seclusion. Right. They, it's, it's almost like oh. they go back to the island. So like there's. Yep. Well, more so that like, I, in my mind, I'm thinking like like Mike was saying, and the promotional stuff leading up to this, like some of the stuff you see is like that little short film of like the dinosaurs attacking a trailer park. Yeah. Like that's I thought we'd get more of that in the in this movie. Instead, the movie opens where it seems like dinosaurs and humans are coexisting completely fine. Yeah, I, they like, seem more like they're living in the up- wild, un- un- unopposed and fine. Like everything is adapted already. I don't know how many years it's been, but I don't feel like it should. I guess I. Didn't expect that to be that comfortable that quickly. I thought the movie so, was going to be leading up to that moment. Instead, it starts there. Right, and I and I feel like I would have preferred more zombie apocalypse with dinosaurs. Yes, where yes. they're searching for something to release into the air that will just target the lysine something. You know, because it's all the lysine contingency you could come back to with the dinosaurs and target something along that where they need lysine and something to deny them that again or something, and it kills all the dinosaurs but not the humans. Hooray! It, or know, I mean, I can see that lines. being the plot, and then you still have like Owen and Claire still wanting to save the dinosaurs, so they're fighting that battle while still trying to get the dinosaurs somewhere safe. Like that's what I thought the movie would be, I guess. Right, but the the dinosaurs are just animals; they're not inherently evil and and want to conquer the world. You know, they're just trying. No, to, but you know, just like be man. <laughs> right, but I'm not saying like the dinosaurs would be like pounding by the thousands at the doors of the you know, the towers that people are holed up in, but that, you know, if you fast forward far enough into the future, the dinosaurs would be the new dominant predators in the world. You know, like instead of lions and tigers and bears and all that, oh my, you know, whatever, the, it would be dinosaurs. And, you know, the the opening scene, is it the very first scene where you see the Mosasaur just taking out the crab boat? Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, you introduce predators of that size into the world again all of a sudden, which we don't have any of right now. And it's going to change the ecosystem drastically. Yes. And yeah. seeing the results of that and how to solve that problem. You know, when I say zombie apocalypse, I, I'm not literally saying, like, raptors just chasing everybody into holes and they're just everywhere. I mean, like the world is going, human life is going to seriously suffer or cease to exist because of the proliferation of dinosaurs. And how yeah. are we going to solve that? As opposed to men got greedy and released locusts to get make themselves richer, and that's how the problem occurs. And it's like, God damn it, that's not, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I, I wanted dinosaurs to, people, to do this themselves. Like, some of the characters that we got in some of the other Jurassic movies, like the, the hunters, the poachers, like the guys that want to hunt dinosaurs for sport. Oh yeah, they'd be rampant. Yeah. Like, I, I really thought they would be somehow contending with our characters, trying to kill the dinosaurs while the other ones are, why our characters are trying to protect them, like that whole thing. That 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 guy from The Lost World, the bald guy that wants to yes. hunt the T-Rex. Yeah. Guys like that would just be having, like, hunter-gasms all over the damn place right. and posing with all these different dead dinosaurs, and that would be a huge part of what would be going on. Absolutely, they would be out there doing it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it would have slowed down the movie. I was expecting, I think, maybe more like, uh, almost like the scene in like the end of Fallen Kingdom with with Ian talking to like 
Congress or whoever he's talking, like just more worldly discussions about what to do now that dinosaurs are loose. Yeah. Like Mike was saying, like how it affects the ecosystem, how people, how governments and nations adapt to that and try to solve that problem. That's the interesting part to me. I don't know how you make that interesting for a movie other than like, well, you know, discussions and dialogue, but that was sort of what I wanted, I guess. I guess I'd like Ian and I have talked about several times and I don't know. I know Brian, you probably haven't because you've never engaged, but Andy, you might've seen Shin Godzilla. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? Oh, I want to, I really badly want to, but I have yet to see it. So basically what you're talking about then is the difference between say the Godzilla we got from, uh, what is their name? I know it's Warner Brothers, but it's the legendary. Um, legendary. Yeah. So you get the legendary Godzilla, and at the same time, roughly, you get a Japanese Godzilla called Shin Godzilla, where instead of focusing on like cool battles and CGI and all that shit, they focus on what's going to happen politically with the ecosystem, with the world, when something like Godzilla shows up. And, they, you know, it focuses a lot more on the real questions that would be asked, and it creates a much more thought-provoking movie as opposed to just this, oh, look at the big thing going boom yeah. kind of thing. And that's why it's revered as such a damn good movie by comparison is because it asks big questions about that kind of thing and how people would actually react in the government sphere and, and not just the government sphere, but also, you know, like the, just the general sphere of humans. And I feel like it applies here because the same kind of thing would happen with dinosaurs. Yeah. Where, what, what's going to happen to the world if we actually unleash them? And it's not a question I feel like got asked here. Like, yeah, we got like, yes, corporate greed. We get it. Yes. Corporate greed's going to affect fucking everything that happens on earth, but that's not the only effects. You know, there's going to be other shit that happens because of these things. There's going to be things like, the, like again, I go to the Mosasaur that they just cannot really control. Can you imagine trying to recapture a Mosasaur? Like, breeding it from captivity in the start is one thing, you know, where you just, it never knows the whole ocean. Yeah. But trying to actually capture it and move it, good fucking luck. You know, like, yeah, so... Just... I keep thinking about the Rise of Skywalker comparison. It was like the the second movie of this trilogy tried to do something different, and the third movie just snapped back to where they went before and didn't expand upon those ideas. Because like you said, I I really I didn't, didn't want, want an another evil on... corporation. I thought they this would be a like the world banding together to try to save or hurt or you know get right. rid of dinosaurs. I guess for me, the difference with Star Wars is, like, I really didn't want them to continue the Fallen Kingdom storyline as much as I did them that I wanted Last Jedi to continue. Oh, for sure, yeah. But I think either, both of those movies, I think, tried to do something different, and then, you know, whether it's... it got reverted and dodged away from it. No one could stick to their guns, and then they just really snapped it back to where it came from, but... Yeah. Um, I only have a couple more questions left, so I don't know if you guys have anything else pressing you want to get to before we sort of tie it up. No, go for it. Um, we know that this movie is making money right now. It could be possibly, I think, maybe on pace to hit over a billion dollars. If this is the third movie in a row in the Jurassic franchise to hit over a billion dollars. Hell, even if it doesn't, if it caps out at 800 million. Do you think this is the end of the franchise or are we going to get another movie? They're making bank, man. 
Yeah, anything that makes money, they're going to do. And I'll tell you where they're going to make a ton of money and maybe kill the franchise at the same time. <laughs> reboot. That's Yeah, that was going to be my next uh, question. If we, if we get another movie, is it going to be a reboot or are we going to get a, some sort of spinoff or sequel or something? I hope it's a a sequel. I don't want them to... The, the first movie's so damn good, they do not need to touch it. But at the same time, I'd love to see what they could do with the second and third movies again. You know, so... Yeah. It, it's one of those things like they really haven't improved that much on what the CGI was in the first movie. Mm, nope. Yeah. Because it didn't need to be improved on. It was so good that long ago. And the movie itself just holds up in every fucking way. And dare so, I say, some of the dinosaurs look it. worse in this movie than they did in 1993. Yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. So I don't need a reboot. You know, like, uh, it reminds me, like, a long time ago they were talking about a reboot of Jaws, where it's like, I get why, like, you're not going to get the performances out of, you know, you, you're not getting Robert Shaw again to do what he did. But the shark looked like shit. <laughs> so I could see them wanting to get a more realistic shark version of Jaws, but the performances are just not there, so they scrapped it because it was a dumb idea so yeah. i hope if they have that thought in their heads that they kill it quickly for this and they just go to maybe maybe not a reboot but a reimagining in yeah. some way you know like a different take on it i don't know i mean the the similar similarities are there between the the themes of the movie and the then how it compares to just movie studios right the greedy corporation that always keeps coming back to make more dinosaurs and make another park <laughs> that's the movie studio they're they're going to the future jp3000 jp3k <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i would really love to see a more book accurate take on the lost world so that's like true. the, the yeah. first movie is really good at you know, being fairly accurate to, you know, the, the first book, it, it's not a hundred percent, but it's pretty close. Yeah. But the lost world book and the lost world movie are nothing alike. I, I can, I didn't read the first Jurassic park. I, I own it. I never actually went back and read it. I bought it after the fact I did after finally seeing Jurassic park, read the lost world prior to the movie and mike is correct that book is drastically different than what that movie ends up being it's way better it is it way is better way better and i like it's it's one of those things like if you have not read the lost world it's better than the first book it is just go read it just please read it do yourself a favor and i would love to see that yeah um and how do they get reboot, there without sequel? a reboot Spin off anything you think they'll continue? Be oh, done? There, there's going to be something, whether it's going to be like an additional link in the chain or if they reboot, reimagine. Like I said, I think they're going to the future. JP3K. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good tagline. <laughs> like, I could, I could buy that. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm really, I, I want this to be done. I kind of just want it to, to be done. I don't think you can. As of right now, maybe it's just coming off of this soured movie experience for this movie that I just kind of want to, at least, if at the very least, take like a ten year break. If you're going to do another movie, do not do it any earlier than ten years away. I I need some distance from this, um, and I'd love to see this. If if they reboot or spin off or something, I just I want a storyline that doesn't have to do with the greedy corporation making dinosaurs again. Like, I feel like there's some interesting stories to be had with just dinosaurs in the world. And I don't think we've got a good movie like that yet. 
Well, in in the other really interesting aspect from the books that they only kind of touched on ever in any of these, you know, and, and when I say kind of touched on, it's you know they they sprinkle it in, but they never really get into it, and a lot of it is the unethical genetic tampering that happens yeah. and all the science and mystery behind what these people were actually doing when they brought dinosaurs back and why these aren't actually what dinosaurs would have been you know like a, a lot of that occurs in the books that they talk about like how they got to this point and why all right so here's here's the idea that you that your explanation just planted the seed for me what if we get a prequel what if we get young john hammond cracking the code to genetics and With making dinosaurs hammond and lockwood basically Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hammond. What if Lockwood we get that was story? never in the books, which is interesting too. That would be cool to tell his story. Get get the two of them in hmm. Wu, of course, being the primary, you know, geneticist that they work with. I, like I would see that movie. I would actually. That see sounds that. interesting yeah, that to me. Sound bad. Yeah. Don't release this podcast, dude. They're gonna <laughs> steal your idea. Somebody's gonna hear it. They're gonna take it. Well, that just means if if it happens, we called it how many years before the, the movie actually came out. <laughs> I'd rather sell the idea to them than just have well, them like, oh, we called it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, last question before we get to our ratings. Uh, where would you rank this movie in your Jurassic franchise list? Oof. Out of out of all six movies, where does, where does Dominion fall? And I know where it is for me, and I've sort of Same. buried the lead early on. It's bottom of the list for me. Wow. Like, the other, the other Fallen five, Kingdom. Yes, yes. Wow. For I think, me... What's weird is I again I have to go back and watch Fallen Kingdom, but from my memory, this movie is so bad it makes Fallen Kingdom better for me. Okay. For me, this goes again, Jurassic Park is far and away the best. Yes. And then you go down a few rungs, you got Jurassic World, you go down another couple of rungs, you got Lost World. You go down another big chunk of rungs, and I think this movie would go in front of three for me. Okay. I think it so would be middle, like middle of the packish for you. Middle of the pack for these, but there is such a huge difference between those top three, yeah, and the bottom three. Like Fallen okay. Kingdom three and Dominion are way below, yeah, the other three movies. Actually, yeah, uh, so Andy, I, where does this? I, I was actually going to completely agree with Mike. I feel like uh, Dominion, um, Fallen Kingdom, and Jurassic Park three can all be like interchangeable. Okay. Like four through six. Really? I'd agree. And okay. then, you know. So you're still going Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park. Jurassic World. 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 Okay. I would actually right. say that two and three are almost interchangeable as well. But just between the two. Like of them, Lost World and, and Jurassic Park yeah, 3, you mean? Like, depending okay. on what mood I'm in. And then, yeah. like, the other three are all, like, down the block a little bit. I mean, I'll put the asterisk next to my list because, like, sort of like Andy said, based on the given day or mood you're in, some of these can yeah. can filter around. I've only seen Fallen Kingdom once. I've only seen Dominion once. If I watch them after a second viewing, maybe a little bit of time has passed after I've seen Dominion and I watch it again. Maybe it'll, it'll I'll forgive it a little bit more now that I know what to expect going into it for a second viewing. Right. Because that happened um, to me with three, actually. Caught it on TV, like, unedited, like, on HBO or something. Like, years after I had seen it in the theater, and I'm like, why did I, like, I really hated this movie, but, like, it's right. it's, it's it's not that bad. Like, William H. Macy's actually pretty good in this, and Dr. Grant's yes. pretty decent in it, you know? Yes. 
Like, um, what's her name? Taylor is kind of annoying, but you know, like, yeah. I mean, as soon as she not... starts yelling Eric again, I start just, hating the movie again. Just, <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't like bug me though, you know. So I'm like, it's not that bad. It's yeah. just not my, no, no, it's just not my favorite, you know. It it's a fun movie. It's just not a good movie. Yeah. Like I, I feel like it's still fun to watch. But coming, I think coming like, out of Dominion to me, Dominion is one that's just making me angry thinking about it, and that's not <laughs> okay, a great. That's I, not, I feel yeah. like that's <laughs> a fairly knee jerk initial reaction, though, and over the time it may grow. That's what I mean. So it may it may bump up above that's Fallen what Kingdom once I rewatch the both of them. But for right now, it's like this is this is by far far and away my least favorite. Sometimes, and I, and I think it, it's. Sometimes watching a trilogy like immediately through, like just don't don't don't, it can help. It it can also like sort of change your perceptions of things and like seeing the interconnectivity and stuff. Except, sort of, I feel like like I've hit in this review is that there isn't any like they (laughs) everything they set up falls flat by this movie. So I think that would make that kind of stuff even more glaringly obvious when you watch them all back to back. Fair, but I think there's one thing that we have all made very clear. The original Jurassic Park movie is an absolute gem. It is so far in beyond any of the other work they have done. It's not even close. Yes. And that is something that makes me happy for that movie, but also disappointed that they haven't been able to capture that again. They've just been able to be like, this is a dinosaur movie. Watch it (laughs) after that first movie. So again, I agree with you, Brian. 10 out of 10. Yeah. The original Jurassic Park movie, fucking 10 out of 10. It's one of the absolute most memorable movies for me ever. Not only is the movie itself like pitch perfect, but just like learning what they did to that movie to get the special effects where they were between stop motion and CG and just like the behind the scenes stories of like making that movie. That's it's just fun to learn about that stuff, too. So yeah. if you if you have any of the DVDs or Blu-rays or anything and you're you're haven't watched some of the behind the scenes stuff, definitely Take some time to check that stuff out. It's really cool. Um, all right, we'll finish with ratings. So out of 10, uh, Mike, where would you rate this one? You know, I still enjoyed this movie. You know, as much as I want to say, like, yes, thematically, there's a lot of lot of problems. But it's still a dinosaur movie. And it still had some fun dinosaur stuff in it. So, five. Okay, Andy, out of ten, um, what do you what do you give Jurassic World I'm, Dominion? I'm trying to think what I would rate the other movies. And <laughs> in, I, in I, comparison, I can't seem to recall what I had rated the other Jurassic World movies. Um, I don't know if we ever reviewed. I think we those. did Fallen Kingdom. I thought we did. I did we? Okay. We did, I feel like I, I gave Fallen Kingdom a three point five. I feel oh, like that's shit. Like I don't remember well, reviewing Fallen Kingdom, and I probably didn't rate it very well. So if I rate this one higher than what I rated Fallen Kingdom after just saying it was higher on my list, I'm going to be really kicking myself. <laughs> Where's that record keeper? Goddamn idiot! Um, <laughs> <laughs> we never kept any records of what we rated. We probably should. Um, I'm I'm going to give this one a six. Okay. It, it, it's. It definitely is not my favorite, and it, it's it was an enjoyable movie, and I feel like it's sort of like was an okay ending. If if we don't get any more Jurassic Parks, I'm like I'm okay with it. Yeah, okay. Um, I I if if it's anything is apparent from our from my review, uh, I didn't care for this one very much. <laughs> you don't um, say <laughs> there there's 
some things that were fine with it, like it's like Mike said, it's still a, a dinosaur Jurassic Park movie, so there's still some redeeming factors there. Just seeing everybody back is fun, even though I thought like it, this movie doesn't do any of these characters any service. Like I, I think they're most of them are wasted, and they're just in there just to be in there. Um, I. <laughs> I, I can't tell if what I'm going to rate it is like higher than what everyone's expecting or right on par, but I'm going to give it a two Ooh. out of ten for me. That's low. Wow, that's very. I feel that's very yeah, low. I, <laughs> that, uh, thinking what what did you what did you rate Red Sonia? Uh, I had to have been less than that. I don't. I'm not the scorekeeper for that one. I think Ian has all the. the <laughs> wow, you hated Red scores. Sonia. Really, I loved that movie when I was younger. <laughs> it was not crazy about yeah you miss yeah you weren't there for that no. one when we recorded but I I was not not crazy about that one I I would just wonder how it would line up versus some of the other things you've rated for our rewind <laughs> yeah. theater I'm thinking like a two you don't usually go that low like no I'm usually usually pretty generous so yeah that's that's even like I said like I think Mike said it, this could just be the knee jerk reaction coming out of the movie only seeing it once I haven't even trying to like read reviews or kind of come back to this movie and look stuff up after seeing it, nothing has helped me find a lot of redeeming factors in the movie. I'm still kind of just like on par with it. So I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at. Again, I reserve the right to change my rating somewhere down the line, but for right now, that's it. It's your show. You can do whatever the hell you want. (laughs) (laughs) You can edit Um, this later and just be like, I give it a nine and just put that in there at some point. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a nine. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just very very blatantly other recorded at another time and just stitched together. Yeah, that'd be great. It, just <laughs> use Ian's voice instead of your own rated <laughs> Watchmen or something. Don't even use I'll your get, own voice. Pre-record myself just going one, two, <laughs> three, and whenever I want to change a rating, Point I just five. sub it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Point <laughs> two five. Sound like the most terrible like Siri voice ever. <laughs> Um, all right, so that is it for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, this episode will release over the weekend of 4th of July, so if anyone out there celebrating 4th of July, happy 4th of July. Um, and again, if you're looking for a movie to see over the holiday weekend, Maverick, go see Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Just avoid this movie and go see Maverick. It probably fits the holiday it's a little bit more. It's not that bad, guys. Come on. <laughs> also, watch Spiderhead if you have time. I will put that out there. If you're looking oh, for a movie at home, yeah, yeah. watch Spiderhead movie at home you know yeah it's a netflix right hemsworth yeah. and yeah hemsworth okay. and same guy from top gun uh miles teller same director as top gun too i think i think kaczynski directed that one also mm-hmm. yeah all right so there's a bunch of good shit yeah tr- fuck stranger things this weekend too all kinds of shit to watch and new episode of the boys tomorrow oh yeah the penultimate episode of this season i haven't started Next this season last. i still i still have to start this season we start actually watching. started rewatching. so we're, okay. We are about halfway through season two, and uh, we we've kept up with the season, but we, yeah. we're about halfway back through season two because we it's just it's so good. You just it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a lot of stuff on the docket to try to, try to cover. Like we know, like Obi Wan just finished. We haven't talked about Obi Wan yet. Can't if if goes to plan, hopefully we can do that one next. Um, yeah. Thor comes out the following weekend, like next weekend. So hopefully after Obi Wan, we can get to Thor. Um, Sometime this month, I I think I teased it in one of the episodes. Maybe I think we did with Ian, or I maybe it was just maybe it's just me and Ian. It might have been the Top Gun episode that we reviewed. Um, we teased that, that there's a a series that Ian has not seen that we're gonna try to do for uh never seen that. Um, I'm hoping to get the first one recorded for that sometime this month. 
at the rate we're going, it might be middle to end of July when that finally comes out. So we'll see what is um, that? where that falls. What series? Yeah. Or um, is this a secret? Or am I? Yeah, we haven't. I, I hinted at it. We never actually officially revealed okay, what it was. So I don't know stop. if I'll. Yeah, tell, I don't tell know if me I'll, after I'll, the recording. I mean, you know what it is. I I think we had we talked about it. Yes, about it. but I forget. Okay. And I yeah, feel we'll like I wanted after. to be on it, <laughs> and I just after. forget what it was, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, so at some point I'll I'll announce that I think when we get closer to it, when I know for sure it's happening, I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that. Okay. Um, because yeah, there's between that and you know we haven't talked about Stranger Things, so we got to get to Stranger Things at some point. We'll probably wait till after this season wraps up before we Which dive is into tomorrow. that. Tomorrow. Yeah. So because they the, all release the, on one day. So. Right. So the, again, that review will probably come out later than anyone wants because it wraps up this coming weekend. You know, th- tomorrow after we if you power this. watch it, like if you yeah. power watch it, it wraps up tomorrow. But that's eight hours of viewing, presumably. I assume there's eight episodes coming tomorrow, like there was. No, there was two episodes, but they total about three hours. Oh, is that it? Volume two is only two episodes, eight and nine. Ah, okay. But they are extended, very long episodes. I was not aware that it was only a couple episodes. Okay, well, it's still that's a lot to watch. Yeah. I mean, you could still do it in a weekend, but yeah. So yeah, it's at some point it's on the list of shit to cover. So the the list is ever growing. We're trying to get to them one at a time as we can. So we'll we'll try to try to keep up with it as best. Probably late. Like again, we we're never on time for a lot of this stuff. We're always after the fact, but we will get to it eventually. We got to start getting a deal with Netflix where we get to watch this stuff early and put out reviews ahead of time. So people oh yeah, like, then we could time it when they release that weekend and, and get yeah. the screeners and stuff like that. That would be cool. Yeah, Netflix, contact us. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so that's it for us. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please support us. Leave a five-star rating and review. Be sure to give us a share on social media. You can follow or subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Google, Stitcher, Amazon. Uh, hopefully anywhere you're finding a podcast, you can find us. Uh, you can check us out on social media. Find us on Facebook. Uh, search Bry Guy and his Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, try to send me an email, bryguysuperfriends at gmail.com. It's, it's a working email address, but I will not check it. So it'll just sit there forever and ever and ever. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at BG Superfriends. That I will see, that I will respond to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch. I am at Jedi Bryguy. That's Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. Uh, if ever we decide to do another live show, which we were sort of in talks about, we might actually try to do something come the end of the month. We'll see if schedules align and we can figure that out. So follow, keep an eye out for that. I'll I'll promote when we get a little bit closer and it's definite. Um, in the meantime, if you want to see me randomly stream games every now and again, that's where I do it. And that's it. On behalf of Andy, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Uh-uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word.